0: The Voluntary Action is a safe space where known dullards gather to drink from the keg of glory or drown in the pool of despair. All opinions, takes, questions, criticisms, and insults cannot and will not be held against a speaker after a 24-hour cooling-off period. Please listen accordingly.
1: Uh, We're just going to get started here. Uh, Boy, what a just miserable night of basketball as Tennessee is in the midst of just getting completely dominated by Texas A&M, and Bears is going to be here shortly at some point. Davey Hudson has the night off. He uh, was the smart one of us as he found something better to do. But uh, Tucker Harlan, it has been a while since we have watched Tennessee get their ass kicked like that. Cough, um, you know, I, I'm just going to
2: say it. I feel like I could see the writing on the wall with this one, you know um the line just keeps moving down over the last 24 hours and then we see that pat adams is officiating this game which you know obviously not a blaming on the refs guy by any means but things just don't go well when he's around and then they come out they have their aberration of a game from the three-point line you know they, they hit eight of 12 in that first half if i'm not mistaken which, I mean, they're averaging six a game in SEC play. So, And and you have that, and then Anderson Garcia just tears it up on the boards all game long. So it's just been a miserable night for Tennessee. That's an understatement, I feel like. Bear, we're getting the barrel treatment tonight. I'm not handling
0: it well, Russ. Uh, I'll start with, you know, fuck Pat Adams, fuck Buzz Williams. Uh, I don't really care for that Garcia kid that Wade Taylor, the fourth kid ought to be playing at Vanderbilt. He's going to be flashbacks as what a shitty night. Rick Barnes had one of his worst performances of his entire professional career. I don't know what that fucking wrote, you know, what, what's going on with the minutes and how they're being distributed. But we got uh, you know, ass blast in the first half of Jemite gets one fucking minute. I, I don't, I don't know. Uh, what is this? Is a this is a burn the film kind of game. It's maybe a burn the voluntary action tape kind of night.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm not anticipating a marathon here. I'm I'm ready to uh, I'm yeah. doing it because the people want it, man. Not because I want to be here, quite frankly. But folks, I mean, it's one of those Vescovy one of six from the field, Triple J two of seven from the field. When you don't get anything from your seniors like that, it's like. And it's going to be hard to win. And then we don't stop anybody. I mean, first of all, no. everything. I mean, they're just shooting lights out. And then you've got um, just like we can't stop dribble drives, can't defend a pick and roll. Um, I think I, I will say this, man. I, I think Texas AM and is much better than their record indicates. They were picked to be the number two. I think they were picked to finish second in the SEC in the preseason, and, like, they evidently are um, a slow starter or whatever, but I, th- I think they're much better than their record says. Buzz Williams is a great coach. They were up for it, packed house, and um, we got we, we got-, got our rear ends whipped tonight. No doubt about it. Dude, I'm looking at this bar. It's straight up. It's just like how
0: South Carolina beat us. They're two guys that just went off. I mean – Two guys that go off, and then you know they killed us on rebounds. That's a formula. So I frustrated the hell out of Connect, and uh, I don't know, man. We just had our thumb up our ass. Uh,
1: just it, it's disappointing, dude. It's a it's a disappointment, a bitter disappointment. Uh, I'm mean, snapping clear about Amara Russ, but I, I'm. And how's this game not over? By the way, it's ten thirty. What are we doing?
0: Well, hell, they can't, you know, the schedule got off early this afternoon and everything just got pushed back. And then, you know, I don't know if you've noticed this, but Pat Adams' games tend to run long because of all the stupid fucking reviews. Yeah, and you have, they what, miss three the, goaltendings? And, and, and then they they miss the blatant shit. I'm sure we'll get to it, but how, how do you, how can that guy run to the middle of the fucking floor while the game's in play to call it? to call timeout and not get a technical not get a technical.
1: wouldn't have mattered wouldn't have mattered it's a principle russ it's a principle you are a stickler for the rules let's get elijah in here to start things off what's up elijah
3: hey i just want to say pat adams is terrible like how did buzz not get teed up there like that that was absolutely terrible Joke. It is. It's a shame. And what what's wrong with Jonas? He just kind of disappeared. Like he was so good early in the season with uh the old miss game and he just disappeared. He's like no showed.
0: I mean, he didn't have the best night tonight, but Russ, I don't think he's he hasn't disappeared. I mean he's he's been pretty steady and consistent. Who's that? Jonas. He He
3: hasn't played much the second half. He's pretty
0: anonymous tonight. (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, I agree tonight. He just checked out. But, you know, Elijah's saying he was playing good earlier in the year. I mean, he's played good through
1: SEC play. I'm really pissed about tonight, but I'm going to dial it back. We just get dominated on the boards. Uh, Just nothing. I mean, this was a total systems failure. Nobody played well tonight nobody uh, connect even uh finishes with 22 got a lot of that in garbage time uh he didn't he was not impactful in the first half when they were getting the big lead out there like I, I literally cannot say anything good about anybody in orange tonight
3: yeah. well I just can't wait to play him in Knoxville
1: February 24th baby I've got it circled Oh, I'll be we, we do get them back. Okay, yeah, like yeah, I'm still adjusting to Texas a and Even being in the SEC, it it seems like an odd fit, and I don't particularly like playing them in anything. It just doesn't feel like a conference game. But that being said, yeah, it will be nice to play these guys again in Knoxville. That that's one Tennessee needs to win.
4: Yeah,
0: absolutely. Uh, I, think I think we need to make it borderline dangerous in there, and and just to return the favor. But yeah,
4: checker, checker TBA
3: for that game. I I'm don't care about it.
0: checking it. I just wanted maximum loudness and hostility towards these people.
3: I hear
1: you. All right, thanks, Elijah. Appreciate you, my friend. Let's get Cody in here next. Uh, Cody Could- Mack? Not that Cody Mack. It's Cody McKee. What's up, Cody? Oh, man. <laughs> Cody, turn your mic on, brother. He's got the wheel. Well, wheel in the sky keep on turning. Request back in, Cody McKee. Stevie is next. What's up, Stevie?
3: Joke, joke. Guys, we did not shoot well tonight. That's the obvious thing. I think the less obvious thing is that Adu kind of gets exposed when there's an aggressive uh, big man or really just an aggressive team that plays us. Yeah, I mean, like, did they
1: have an aggressive big man? I mean, they obviously were the better team than us tonight, but I don't think I think of Texas A and M as being a guard-oriented team. They got an
2: aggressive rebounder. Not really Mm -hmm. a big man, though.
1: I mean, I can't believe, looking at the stats here, it was we got out rebounded forty-three to thirty-five. It felt so much worse than that. It felt so much worse than just an eight rebound differential. It felt like we got out rebounded five by 20.
3: rebounds more often than uh, double digit rebounds the past few weeks, games. We I mean, were basically playing
1: tonight. without a big down the stretch, and we rebounded better in the last five minutes of the game with no big man on the floor. So maybe that's something to think about. Uh, also, uh, we have to say RIP Tobe Awaka. Uh They ship his body back in an orange casket, I believe, and the funeral will be tomorrow morning. I
0: have to disagree with you, man. He, he did get, you know, completely hugged. For a minute there, I thought we were playing Arkansas.
1: Bear, what the from- hell are you talking about? He got absolutely <laughs> murdered on national television, man. I love Tobe, but that was an absolute slaying. Yeah. Uh. That was the nastiest – That uh, a Tennessee player hasn't gotten dunked on like that since Grant Williams at uh, Arkansas a couple of years ago. Doesn't mean we don't love
3: you, but it was a goddamn murder. Guys, that uh, Buzz, whatever his name is, he was on the floor more than he was on the sideline tonight.
0: I'd like to hit him from,
1: like, 60 rows up with a grapefruit right in the dome. Oh, that awful his, goatee his, makes him look like a yeah. Civil War reenactor or something. No his feet up.
3: were on the floor when we were on offense down there. Like Whenever that Dice guy was talking about Josiah shooting one up by Buzz, he was he, on the floor.
2: Yeah, I saw a friend of mine tweet out a picture of him just standing on the floor as he was taking that shot. Little did I know he'd be all the way out at half court later on in the game. Oh,
1: and what are you, what's with the vest? Were you waltzing around in a damn waistcoat like this is the 1860s and you're in Abraham Lincoln's cabinet or something? Come on, Buzz, get yourself a wardrobe consistent with the century you're living in. You're an ugly guy. Stop trying to be handsome. You're not fooling anyone. He looks like, like a it, thumb.
3: It's to cover up that fat rest. That's what the vest it, is
0: He really for. does. He, he looks like <laughs> a thumb with a, with a goatee. <laughs> he doesn't really have a shape other than like a potato
3: hey guys uh on my on my way out uh, jordan ganey had a great game on Tuesday, wednesday night but man he looked at his locker and saw that helmet that shiny white and black helmet with that uh, little blaster on and He just wanted to put that helmet back on, and he became Stormtrooper again. All right,
1: Stevie, that's enough out of you. Thank you. We appreciate it. But, uh, I mean, listen, we all watched the game. Do we really have to verbalize what we saw from Jordan Ganey tonight? I mean, you know, my man's going to get his shots up. He he gets his 20 minutes out there tonight, 22 minutes, goes 1 of 5, 0 of 4 from three-point range.
0: How how can that guy get twenty five damn minutes when he's that cold? I might get if he's hot. Let him keep rolling like the
1: other night. But if he's not, he's not. Get him out. He doesn't play defense. He's getting absolutely roasted on defense. Like in the first half, why do we not have Ziegler on Wade uh, Baldwin? Uh, Wade Taylor. Every time that like he's the only guy that can remotely stay in front. I'm content that we
0: lost this game in the first half when Rick got pissed at at my and sat him for 19 minutes or however long. Yeah, game like tonight, you got two guys that are going off like that. You're you're crazy enough to keep your best defensive player on the bench, but you deserve to
1: lose. Cody, get in here. Hey man, how's how's it going? Going all right, thanks.
5: Oh man, what a shit show! Like if you watch the first four minutes, just dictate every game we play and I guess I'm probably overreacting this, but, like, tonight was just a flush. Let's leave it alone. We'll just see where we're at. It's an end of March. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, everybody played like shit. Like, Ray Taylor played out of his fucking mind. You know, like, Jimmy Butler out there. I mean, this was stupid. I mean, God, it drove me nuts. I mean, it made me like football, man. That's how
6: I'm <laughs>
1: It was like, I know a lot of people checked out early. I got, you know, a lot of texts from people say, ah, you know, I, I quit at halftime or, you know, five minutes into the second half or something. But we've seen enough of these games that, you know, you you, you can make a 20-point lead disappear pretty quick. And, I mean, we did get it down to 12, I think. Did we get it to 10, Tucker?
2: Uh 12, uh, I believe, was where it was. I don't remember 10. Oh. I think we got it to
1: 12, and then there was one, you know, there, it was 12 points, and we missed a free throw, and there was a tap out to Ganey, and he clanked a three that would have made it a nine-point game. Like, we, we had a couple of chances to get it to single digits, which, you know, maybe you put a little game pressure on them and everything, but, man, it just it never felt like Tennessee was in this game.
5: No, I mean, like, you know, I, and look, I get it it's basketball. You'll have bad games, but like, this is pitiful. And, I, I'm not overly, like, worried about it, but like, if Josiah and Vescovi or Vescovi, sorry, doesn't get, like, if, if they're not our catalyst to, you know, get, go forward or Ganny, either one, either one of those three has to produce, you know, if it's not one of them three, or a do, you know, and we're done. Like, we, we cannot, like, push forward, like, it like, <clears throat> to me, Connect and Ziegler have respectable games, but like, you know, I mean, you can't really, you can't count any stats tonight. I mean, this game was over from the jump; it
1: was over. Brutal, absolutely brutal. Anything else, Cody?
5: I'm good, man. I I, I enjoy listening to y'all. I live in this horde state of Alabama, but uh, appreciate y'all listening. Uh, appreciate listening to y'all.
1: Thoughts and prayers, man. Thoughts and prayers. Absolutely. Thank you. We appreciate you jumping in here let's keep things rolling and nick is next what's up nick nick turn your mic on or not maybe he's got the wheel let's try star child next what's up star child they overrated Overrated.
4: Like, that's all I heard, right? Overrated. Overrated. I, 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 kinda, I was listening
1: I, with the sound down. Jimmy yeah, Dyches was yeah, about yeah. to get so, on my you know, last I like nerve.
4: Him. I don't like him. I, I mean, I don't really have... I mean, I lost him in football, like, in 2016. But, like, who's this, who's this coach, bro? Wearing a vest, walking out in the middle of the court, not getting a technical? Hold on a second. But, you know, I kind of have to... I have to agree in a sense that like, of course I love my team, right? I love the balls, but I, I don't think we're a top 10 team. We're way, you cannot be this inconsistent in basketball and be a top 10 team. Do we have potential to be a top 10 team? Absolutely. Does Vescovy who's put fifth year senior now, why are you averaging like less than 10 points a game in the past five or six games? Why are you not stepping up? It's like, there's way too much inconsistency here for us to be, in my opinion, ranked the top 10 team. I do agree with the Texas a and fans. We are overrated. I don't think we should be six. We clearly haven't, we didn't show it tonight. So there's a lot that needs to change. I think Vescovy needs to sit on the bench. I think Ganey might need to play a little bit more than Vescovy does. I don't know. There's a lot of things that need to change. We can't keep doing the same thing though. Like these games, you have to win these road games. You have to. And if you want to win the SEC tournament, let alone the NCAA tournament, you got to win games. Like this, where you got guys scoring thirty points, guys that averaged fourteen, going going up there and scoring twenty nine, whatever it was. One of their point guards had had how many? Thirty almost, and he averages like fourteen. You got to yeah, you got to step up and stop players like that. I don't, I just didn't see it. I haven't seen it. Way too much inconsistency, in my opinion. That's all I got.
1: Thank you, Star Child. Yeah, I mean we we talk about it all the
0: time. Uh, it, the consistency just you know and the the numbers don't lie like if our record when Josiah scores more than six points is solid I mean it's stout and when he doesn't we lose
1: well we're 17 and six um one of only a handful of teams uh, coming into tonight that we're, you know, top t- top 20 Ken Palm offense and defense. Um, we're having a good season. We got a good team. I'm not overreacting. I mean, this was a crap game from the get-go. It's disappointing. It's not the end of the world. Fair. Um, I mean, I've been talking about this one for weeks now on the show. Like, just whenever we do our little look ahead the schedule yeah i've been been trying to tell folks like this was going to be a tough game it was always going to i didn't i didn't think we're going to get our ass kicked like this i thought it was going to be a frustrating game that we eke out by you know three or four points at the end but i mean people just penciling this one or even chiseling it into the win column it's crazy
0: i i thought if we lost it was going to be like a 68 62 kind of game like you know, and, uh, and we talked about it this week on the joint. We talked about it on Wednesday and Thursday. We're both nervous as hell about this game. Cause it was going down there. They're a good team. He looks like a thumb, but he's a really good coach. And it was, you know, you got Tennessee rolling in there at number six. Everybody's trying to polish their resume right now. We're one of the hottest teams in the country this year. And we've got a huge bullseye on our back and we just came out, weren't ready to play. And like you said earlier, man, it was that was a just a complete failure from Barnes to the Water Boys tonight.
1: Let's tonight. get Anthony in here next. What's up, Anthony? Well, guys, I don't want to
7: freak out over a a loss to a, a good team that was playing a little bit above their heads tonight on the road. But I do have two concerns coming out of this game. One Everyone knew going into this game that rebounding was the key. We just got dominated versus LSU at home rebounding. We kind of had that trouble all year. Um, even had the assistant coach, uh, Greg Polinski on one of the shows this week talking about how, how we were preparing for it. And we came out and, and really just kind of got embarrassed on the offensive rebounding on the boards. I know it looks a little better right now than it than it really did, but that was because, you know, late in the game, Mayshack and a few others were getting a lot of boards late that, that kind of made it look better than what it was. But we got dominated on the board. And any team that's been physical all year has dominated us on the boards.
0: Garcia killed us. Uh, he had, he was even 50 50, eight defensive, eight offensive rebounds.
1: Guy had thirteen rebounds with ten minutes left to go in the game. <laughs> Stupid, that's I mean, just psycho. But you we, can we tell they
0: it. all practice it because they all do the it's that same movie. He's just better at it than all of them. He'll he'll kick that ball
1: way out there to the top of the key like a volleyball. I thought uh, Tobey provided a, a little bit of a presence. He, you know, he he got some tough ones in there when it was all going poorly for us. But um, that's the
0: only reason. Let me see. Let me check here. Yeah,
1: but um, I mean, I walk only had three. No, we, we're not a good rebounding team, man. Like you go look. I, I think this is the seventh time we've been out rebounded in SEC play.
0: Let me um, ask you. Let me ask you something crazy.
1: It's
0: tonight a night where we could have really used uh, Olivier Camois.
1: I mean, it's not like he was Mister Authority down low or Mister su- sure. Consistency. I mean, how
0: I think if this you know night,
1: maybe we could have used Pl- uh, Plavi
0: tonight. I mean, hell, at least he could have clotheslined Garcia. See if that might have knocked him off his game.
2: Assert his will.
0: Rebounding is a real
7: problem, guys. I mean, we talk about how every time we play an elite big man, we get dominated. But a lot of that is more about. We get dominated on the glass when we play an elite big man. I mean, didn't Dickinson get, like, 20 rebounds against us? Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, we just – that's a thats a problem. And my second thing that concerned me from the game, anytime this team has gotten behind this year, other than the Georgia game, we've not really been able to – get back into it
0: yeah um trying to think i think part of the problem is is we let ourselves we get into too big of a hole it's really hard i'd love to see the uh, some numbers on it like once a team gets down uh by you know you get into that 18 20 range it's really hard yeah,
5: I
2: really can't tell you a loss Tennessee had this year where uh, they were leading at any point significantly. Yeah, and then, but I mean, if you get down, if you get down that
0: far, it, it's really hard. There's just not enough possessions. So, golly, we play terrible. Anything else, Anthony?
7: No, guys, this is a tough one tonight. Uh, you know, don't throw the. Don't throw it out. We got a we got a good team. We just you know, what wasn't our night tonight? As a as as my two concerns,
1: I'll enjoy listening to you. All right, man. Appreciate you. Thanks for jumping in here. Let's see if we can get Nick Walsh in here this time. Nick, are you there? Double wheel. Yeah,
0: he's wheelie wheeling it. If me and you see it, it's 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 definitely
2: Yeah, I saw it too.
0: It just wheeled out. So Josh, you there? Just smirk. He's there. Turn on your mic, Josh. Hey guys, sorry about that. I
8: hit the wrong uh hit the wrong button right quick. Um got you. Yeah, I mean, awful night tonight. Um, all around. I, I got a couple things. One, I'm not, I'm not as worried. I know we've been out-rebounded. I'm not as worried about that. We've kind of made a conscious decision this year to uh, be a bit more offensive than, you know, we don't play with two bad shooting bigs in the game anymore. So we're probably going to give up some rebounds for a little bit of offense, even though it didn't happen tonight. Um, and I'll gladly take that trade, because I actually do think that's something that could get us over that sweet 16 hump. Um, my biggest worry is, is this. I know, I know, you know, and I'm, I'm a huge Barnes fan. I I hope the guy coaches until he quits. I I just, what he's done for this program, we're, we're an elite team. It's great. Most nights. Um, I worry that he is so married to, to just playing man to man all the time. If we, you know, connects got four fouls. He's really your only chance to get back in it offensively. You got to hide them somehow. I'd rather hide them in a zone than hide them on the bench. Everything that they did tonight, the threes were off the scramble. It's the same story that was in South Carolina. We get beat by teams that beat us off the dribble, and we don't recover well on the scramble, and they hit threes. And I would just love to see him make a team hit a few shots over defenders for a while, just four or five possessions a game. Um, And I worry that... We're going to get into a a tournament game, and he's going to be so dead set that he'd rather lose playing man-to-man than try something different. And, you know, the only reason these games matter is for seeding. I don't care about a regular season uh, championship. I don't care about SEC tournament. Just get a good seed, learn lessons from every regular season game. I just wish someone in a press conference would ask him if he's willing to lose a game, play man-to-man, if he knew he could win at playing zone. I'd love to hear that question. And, and I know that may sound crazy, but I'd just like to see him make a, a couple adjustments.
1: Well, I mean, you know, I'm trying to, there, there was one year where he sprinkled in a couple of possessions of zone per game, like what you're saying, but I, you know, I don't know if tonight was, I hear what you're saying. Like, cause we do get lost and we're scrambling and, giving up open looks like that does feel like it happens a lot. But on the other hand, we are the seventh best defensive team in college basketball out of over 300. Right. So oh, I mean, yeah. We, yeah. We're, we're, we're typically doing something right. Um, I don't know if tonight was like, I, I don't, I don't dismiss it out of hand, but yeah. I don't know if tonight when when, when uh, yeah, but that... we're giving out 12 threes or whatever it is, is the night to break out of zone. When, yeah. But to. To, I'll,
0: I'll tell you, Josh's point. I do think he's got a good point because I, I mean, like you're saying, you what you're saying, Russ is. You know, we are number seven in defense, but it's like Aaron Torres says, you got to find ways to win games. You got to be able to to do something outside of what you normally do when a game's going south like you like this was. and We figured out, you know, like Josh said, what if what if we flip to a zone? And because he's exactly right, that's the teams that just really abuses from three is. When they can penetrate real good. And, we, that, couldn't, and the, we couldn't keep them in front of us. The whole AM
8: offense was just isolating the guard in the middle of the floor so you could take away the help. I mean, that was it. That was their offense. And it kept working. My thing is, I, I mean, let's, you know, we can all have a lap about this. I coach at a very low level, comparatively. But I will empty the fucking clip every game to try everything I can to win. If something's not working, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out with everything I've got left. i subs whomever to try to win a game. And I know some of these coaches who are who are elite, and Barnes is Hall of Fame elite. Sometimes they are so married to the system that they won't they won't adjust a little bit. My other worry is, and 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 I know the reason we get so mad about these regular season games is because we can kind of project. <laughs> The same type of loss in a tournament and, and that's what worries everybody my worry is that we're giving and i say giving because i just don't know i don't know if 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 i see him earning it in a game i'm not in practice we're giving Gainey a lot of minutes and i just worry that we're going to be in a tournament game down two and he's going to take the last two shots and connect to be there on the wing. And, and we're going to lose the game because we're, we're, we've got the wrong personnel in there. And I, I wish, you know, especially when he's not on offensively, he doesn't really give us much defensively. Unless you go to his zone and hide him as well, then I'm fine with that. But, you know, these are these are small worries. We're, we're going to be – we are legitimately a top-ten team. We're, we, we've got as good a chance as anybody to get to the Final Four. Nothing about tonight changes it. Just learn from it. I just wish sometimes – I would see the staff learn from it. The players are going to be required to learn from it. They're going to get ripped for this as well. They should, but I don't know. I got to look myself in the mirror sometimes as a coach and learn from it as well. Good stuff, Josh. Anything else, my man? That's it guys. I appreciate you guys for letting us vent for a little bit and get the bad taste out of it. it always helps. So thanks for
1: what you will do. No doubts. What we're here for. Appreciate it. All right. Is the third time the charm for Nick? there he is hey
9: uh, boys can you hear me hey we got you Nick what's going on man what was the last guy's name Josh yes Josh Jamie and Phil that's uh, three names that start with the J am I right no Phil yeah I wouldn't worry about that hey uh, do you think hypo uh, is gonna have a, a package for Gaston more this year <laughs>
0: What the hell Nick are you or- talking about? Nick, are you drunk? You all
9: right, buddy? It, it, it is the frog's ass watertight bear? <laughs> I, I don't know. I've never got up close to one. Why do you think I uh uh circle a death out of the uh earlier call? Hey, um we uh we stuck on the road. Um I, I had a really good point I was gonna make earlier. She, oh, I know what it was. Here here it was. Russ, I was gonna tweet you this the last couple of days. Jamie is the dumbest fucking idiot that calls to your regular uh, program during the week. And uh, when I saw him tweet, and you retweeted about him, uh, what what did he have? He had us winning by double digits tape. So I bet the the whole wad. Yeah, I bet the whole fucking wad, just on the money line, I don't care about the two points. But I took Jamie's stupid fucking advice because I'm a stupid fucking idiot. I <laughs> listened to the dumbest fucking moron that calls the drive and Phil's right there. I mean, Phil's right behind Jamie, but Jamie is a real fucking idiot. And I lost the whole shit. So uh, go Vols and um,
1: go Nico, I guess. All right, Nick. Hey, man. Sleep it off, brother. Pop the
2: time cop nailed Alabama, though. He's been right before. Uh, I feel like uh, the real dumbass might, might want to look in the mirror,
0: Nick. You can blow your whole wad on drive collars. Their advice. I thought it was a little unnecessary shot at Phil. Other
1: than that, it was a great call. Christopher is next. What's up, Christopher? Turn on your mic, buddy.
0: Bottom left corner, Christopher. You can do this.
1: Boy, it's 11 o'clock, and our people are smashed. The keg of despair. How how drunk do you think... uh, how dumb do you think our boy was there? Oh, Nick, he was blown away. I'm almost going to leave Christopher on there and see if how long it takes him to figure out what's happening right now. <laughs> Mark is next. What's up, think, Mark? Uh, how dumb do you think our boy was there? Oh, Nick, he was blown away. Mark, are you there? What's up, boys? Hey, what's going on?
10: Uh, very uh, shitty night. Uh, just had a big shit burger laid on us, but um, kind of picking up on what Anthony was saying earlier, I I really agree, man. Like, have you have y'all noticed when we get down behind teams, it's almost like our whole offensive game plan goes out the window when we just start playing desperation mode and have guys jacking up shots with nobody there to rebound at all. Um, I mean, we were bad enough on the boards tonight as it is, but I cringe every time when I see Ziegler or Vescovy or whoever just jack up a three and there's nobody there to rebound the damn ball.
1: I mean you got an open look. I I mean we we weren't getting rebounds when we had people underneath the bucket tonight. So Yeah.
10: No, I mean not, we got that that's one of my concerns about this year's team. It's ironic. We rank very well defensively, and that's our strong suit. But it seems like when we play against these teams that want to slog it out and drag us in the mud, kind of how we played last year, we don't have a response to it. And it's strange because that was our DNA for so long under Barnes. But for whatever reason, this season, when we get out, Muscle down low We we like Go into panic mode And we don't know How to react to it
1: Well uh, This game A South Carolina game We're ugly I mean what a difference A week makes man Last night Last A week from tonight We're A week from Yeah Whatever the fuck I'm trying to say We're (laughs) celebrating One of the greatest uh, Regular season wins Of the Barnes era Go up to Rupp leads start to finish and just completely dominate them. And then a week later, and that LSU game was, I mean, we dominated them and we're all feeling pretty good. And then you come out and lay an egg. I'm not hitting the panic button. I see what some of you guys are saying as far as projecting into the NCAA tournament, what kind of teams could give us problems. Um, Yeah. It's going to be a, a team that slows it down, a team with the, if, if you're a team that slows things down and plays at a much slower tempo and you have a really good big man, you're going to have a great chance at beating Tennessee.
2: Yeah, and
10: I'm with you, Russ. I, I think we've got a damn good squad this year. It's just it's just like when we get in these weird matchups, and for whatever reason, like it's going to sound crazy, but even despite as bad as we played against South Carolina, I wasn't concerned with the Kentucky matchup because this team, they answer the damn call against the bigger name opponents. I know we lost against Purdue, and I know we lost against Kansas earlier in the season. But we we you know had a slugfest with Purdue, and we were beating them until Edie got the whistle like he always does. But we show up and show out against the teams with a huge number by their name or they have some kind of name recognition, it's the damn bubble teams that for whatever reason, and, and I called this earlier this week, Wade Taylor and Tyrese Radford, which we really lost because that damn Garcia guy just killed us on the boards, but they had the capability of getting hot. And when they're hot, they're, you know, two top guys in the country. And I just feel like, people took this game a little bit for granted. I was very concerned about it. I didn't think we would get killed like we did, but I was concerned of the fact that we're going to get everybody's best shot from here on out. Tennessee come into this game with a 3 to 1 shot to make the final four on top of that, you know, we're one of the most dominant teams in the SEC. Even though we may not have blue blood status in the tournament, we have looked like a blue blood team for the last, you know, four or five, however many years since we got hot and been a regular in the tournament under Barnes. And, you know, you're going to get everybody's best effort. And when you have an off night like this, this is what happens. But that being said, uh, I've still got a positive outlook on the season. Um, I feel like this is a game you kind of <laughs> have to throw in the trash, unfortunately. But we, gotta, you know, we got another shot at these dudes here in a couple weeks in Knoxville. Let's handle business from here on out and let's uh let's hopefully win the SEC. Go balls.
1: Thank you, Mark. We appreciate it. Who do we have this week, Tucker?
11: Arkansas
2: and Bud Walton. Yeah. Valentine's Day, interestingly enough.
0: <laughs> and then we've got what Vanderbilt at home Saturday night. Why, why Saturday is that
2: yes.
1: interesting, Tucker?
2: Well, it just is. Captain Romance.
1: Bit of an unpopular opinion. Can I, can I throw out an unpopular opinion? Something that's going to make everybody hate me? All right. Sure. I don't give a damn about Buzz Williams walking out to the middle of the court. I think he's kind of funny. He's always going to get that timeout. If you're whining about that, if you're whining about the guy hanging off the rim after he absolutely murdered Tobey, you're whining about the ref's guy and you're a loser. There, I said it. I feel like that's a shot at Houston Crest, given his tweets tonight, but okay. Everybody said that. You went off on that. Everybody said that. No, I mean, I'm He's a coach. What do you want? You've let this
2: whole coach thing go to your head since your little career. Russell, Scott Drew got ejected for having his foot an inch across the coaching box last week.
1: Okay. I, 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 just, I don't give a shit. We got our ass kicked. Tonight, that had nothing to do with it. That's just people want to be mad at the refs. Well, it's just one part of it. I mean, the whole the whole night was a fucking disaster.
0: I'm mad about everything. I'm mad that that fucker. Uh, It's not that he got the timeout. uh, You know,
1: I'm pissed that we were getting our fucking kicked out there. He's he's in his vest. He has his goat. Yeah,
0: and just this punk ass team, and we were getting our ass kicked, and they're talking. I just took it as a, as a form of shit talking, pissed me off, Susumi, Russ. I told you the guy's a good coach. They've got a great team, a lot We're better than, than, the than what their record next.
12: shows. What's up, Birdo? Hey guys, uh, I guess I'm a big stupid loser, Russ, because I thought, you know what? A big, it's, a oh, it's a big, Stupid loser. Oh, he's out there on mm-hmm. the middle of the
1: court. Call a technical. Call a technical.
12: Yeah, well, I Rick mean... Barnes
1: whining about it. It's like, dude, how about you go and coach your team? How about you teach your guys how to guard a ball screen?
12: How about you teach your guys point, how to rebound? It read a 12-point game if they they and shots, the that they actually call the technical. If they actually call the technical like they're supposed to, Tennessee's probably back in a single-digit game. Oh, my God. We get Tennessee. our...
1: At- Roberto, you don't dude,
12: believe that. I do. It was a 12-point game. Don't be an idiot, bro. You don't believe like, that. Like, math is math. Yeah. uh, But... No, I mean we got our ass kicked because we lost on the boards, um, and boy, I tell you what, Texas AM's and shooting slump and and shooting regression from three uh, turned into shooting progression tonight. I mean that Wade Taylor guy going five for five to start the game from three. That was it. As soon as he hit his fifth three, I was like, okay, well, something let go home. I mean, it was, we were never going to win when with Pat, with Pat Adams on the whistle either. He doesn't let that happen. Have you ever seen Tennessee's stats with him on a whistle, Russ? It's insanity. We win like 31% of the games he officiates.
1: Um, agreed, Roberto. Agreed. It was a disastrous effort tonight by the volunteers. FUBAR, all systems failure.
12: But I think the the most damnable thing is, did we look tired, Russ? Like from the beginning of the game, not at the end. We definitely looked tired at the end, but we didn't have legs anywhere. Did Rick Barnes do Rick Barnes things and run their ass ragged on Thursday or Friday?
1: I don't know. Um, I don't know that uh, Ziegler played the entire game tonight, all 40 minutes,
12: Yeah, which is interesting connect on those last two free throws literally looked like he wanted to be anywhere else but trying to get it trying to go over 20 points his legs look shot it was a very strange night which means we're probably gonna come out and fornicate with the skulls of our of our victims for the next four games like we always do and then we're gonna lay another stinker about every five games we crap the bed so I, I I'm I'm not I'm over overarchingly, I'm not really mad about this game. I expect it to lose. And that's a dank hole in the wall, piece of shit arena with um I mean, you couldn't you couldn't have picked a better fan base to white it out, right? Have you ever seen a wider fan base than that? See also Wisconsin, my God. And lastly, I would just say uh, I do agree with your take on Rick Barnes getting all pissed off. How about coach your damn team, dude? I mean, I love Rick Barnes. He's an all-fame basketball coach, and I want him to win, and I want to go to the Final Four for the first time in my lifetime or any of our lifetimes because literally Tennessee's never done it. I want to see that, but he's going to have to get his head screwed on straight. Go Spurs, by the way. You're welcome, Russ.
1: Thank you, Roberto. Appreciate it. Go Spurs. I don't get the reference, but okay. Um Let's get Greg in here next. What up, Greg? Greg, turn your mic on. Hey, Greg. How's it going? Ah, eh, got our ass beat it by Texas A&M. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. But
11: here's what I'm gonna say, and thank goodness we're on X or Twitter or. Whatever the hell you want to call it, who gives a
1: fuck? March Madness—that's when it counts. March. Well, good thing we always perform well then. <laughs>
11: that's, that's well, we haven't, but maybe we will. See, I like—I like to look at the upside. All right, all right. How many—how many games do we pay with that damn Pat bullshit-ass guy? Referee in our shit.
1: How many games have we lost when he's been refing our game? When was the last time we saw Pat Adams, Tucker? Was it Carolina?
2: (laughs) Yes. All
1: right. How many have we lost with him refing our games? Two in a row. Okay. Well, that's pretty good.
11: All right. Now, we did have some bad coaching tonight, I thought. Uh, Vescovy should have been playing a lot more than he should have. I don't agree with uh, Starchild saying Vescovy shouldn't have been out
1: there. That's bullshit. He played 30 minutes. I mean. Well, Well, I know, but Starchild said he played too much. Well, people are wasted and blown away tonight, Greg. You can't hold anything people say on this stupid show against them. You know, why well, I am too. Like, that's what's fun about it. But, all right,
11: here's here's one thing, though, that that I felt like they could have. Uh, Ganey wasn't on his point tonight. He wasn't on point.
1: He couldn't find it. I mean, he was only 0-4 from three-point range, Greg. What do you want from the guy? I would like to see Freddie Buckets. Freddie Buckets has entered the witness protection program. He had that ill-advised turnover at Vandy a couple of weeks ago. (laughs) And, I mean, I don't know. Should we send out a search party? Are we sure he's okay? Well,
11: why would you call him Freddie Buckets
1: if he couldn't make a bucket? That's a good question, Greg. It's a fair question is what that is. Yeah.
11: I mean, now, I mean, he may not be the defensive
1: guy that Rick Barnes wants him to be, but the guy can, he, the guy can score. He would have fit in with that crew out there tonight. Yes. he, I, would mean, have. He, I mean, coming, I mean, the reason Freddie Buckets, that kid, I watched that kid in high school. He dropped 30 or 40. Did, did we, um, did, did we end the Cam Carr experiment? I noticed he didn't make an appearance today. No. No, he yeah.
11: should have. Should. Have. <laughs> I
2: don't it think anybody have. wanted to talk to Barnes tonight on that bench. I oh, don't know, man. That defensive effort from him the other night against LSU might have landed him in the doghouse, too.
9: Painless I ain't worse than watch. Ganey. Yeah, he couldn't have been like, worse. Listen,
11: I, I get to go. Now, I, I had to watch this stupid game on this stupid TV but i get to go to knoxville on what what is it the 24th of february i get to go to knoxville and i'm gonna be sitting four rows up and i'm gonna give them everything they like to us not
1: give them hell greg (laughs) yeah i am we don't need any deranged looking creepy milkmen out there, leading our cheers, either we know how to get sloshed and raise a ruckus. Oh no, no! I'm gonna
11: get sloshed. I'm gonna give them everything they've got coming to them,
1: because
11: I mean, you know, tonight was,
3: yeah,
11: it was a bad night. Uh, we got a good team. We got we got a good coach. We got we got good players, but you know, we didn't we didn't put it into effect. I don't know what it is, but I'll tell you what. They're going to hear some shit from me when they come to Knoxville,
1: baby. All right, boy. That that a boy, Greg. Appreciate Y'all you. Y'all have man. a good night. You too. Greg is fired up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What a
0: shit show. I saw our boy Rex requested for just a second, then he disappeared.
1: Speaking of smashed. Michael is next. What's up, Michael? Ah, yo, what's good? We back? Uh, yeah, I mean, well, we've been here. You're oh, back.
13: Yeah. Well, yes, sir. Or, I,
1: I've been well, I, don't, for- I don't know. I mean, you haven't been here. You're just here.
13: Very true. Very true, Russ. I've got my uh, notes listed out here. Uh, number good. one, number one, Uh, Josh, CBFO coach. Love your input. Appreciated that. <laughs> that was that was. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know the the Pete, coach and Pee Wee uh, basketball. Great insight. Uh, appreciated that. Number two, connect. You know why are we not putting him in? I know we had four fouls in ten minutes, but why are we wait until six minutes to put him in? He's going to fire as soon as he gets in. You know that, and we wait. You know we waste four minutes of game time not having him in there. Dropping, you know, just dropping dimes. Three, Vescovy. When's he going to shoot the ball? Are we
1: going to let him shoot? Is he going to shoot? If he's not going to shoot, why is he in the game? Has Vescovy set the NCAA all-time pump fake record yet? Yeah, I was thinking about that tonight, man. I, he has to be in a class by himself.
0: What What's going on with him? He could have left. I mean, he could have left school. Tennessee is a is the uh, he could have been right up there with Allen Houston. Yeah. But the past, you know, last season and this season, he's just, he's got the green light. Michael. He almost
13: could have been like a Dane Bradshaw, I feel. Like a, a respected player that was like pretty good, but not great. I feel kind like Bear guy.
1: is setting the bar way too high with the Allen Houston comparison. Well, he's third <laughs> on setting point it way list. Too low with the Dane Bradshaw comparison. I mean, he's Santi Vescovi. He's one of a kind can he play better than he's playing right now? Yes. I think he eventually snaps out of it. I'm not so sure about Triple J. I just sort of think he is what he is. But he's one of three from three point. So, now, you know, I mean, my thing is like I want Santi taking five or six threes a game. Maybe more if he I mean if he's on. Like there's no world especially in a game today like today where everything's wide open. They're packing it in. Like he should have Six or seven three point attempts tonight, and he probably makes three of them. Three or four, there's just no reason to bypass the shots that he's just letting
13: go. There's something wrong. Uh, and they got to the work guys, to
0: get him to his spots, too. That's the other thing. Yeah, I mean, he top, problem. he's almost automatic from top of the key. I mean, that's his, that's his, uh, that's his jam right there. And he buried, uh, one I know from there. You guys, I'll uh,
13: I'll uh, I'll leave you with this one. Uh, hey, Bear, how's uh, BJ Edwards doing and Catholic <laughs> in general? They uh, tanned it up. <laughs>
14: <laughs>
0: Michael, you have joined a, a short list of idiots and uh, ne'er do wells who get the quick hook. Owen two against the Webbies this year, Bear. Coach Smith uh over at Catholic High
1: School. He's he's got what a he's got a program. You guys have disgraced not only the great Mike Hutchins program, but the name of Jawan Smith. He was a killer, a bulldog. And he's had
0: he's been in charge for like what three, four weeks now. I don't I don't know what to tell you. I'm Taking just, two I'm L's against the Webbies. You you actually think you're madder, you're more upset about the situation than I am. We went from, you know, what, four I'm or not, five I, years ago, we were ranked in the top 20 nationally. I'm not mad about it. I'm and and, asking and questions. now we let those cocksuckers from Dutchtown beat us two games in one year. I know you're not mad about it. You love getting me riled up about it. You're a punk and a clown.
1: I'm just asking questions. Just like your buddy, Michael. I'm curious. I want to know.
0: Uh, 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 I hope you like your phone calls being 45 seconds long, Michael, because you got one coming, buddy wow yeah
1: sad sad times the catholic fighting irish not showing much fight anymore yeah i was waiting i was really disappointed
0: yesterday at that remote uh, one one person in particular didn't happen to uh wasn't able to get there yesterday i was gonna see how brave you
1: are see if you're gonna pump them gums who are you speaking in code? I, I have no idea what you're talking about. Neither does anybody else in here right now. Let's All get right. Adam in here next. What's up, Adam?
15: Hey, Russell Baron Tucker. How you Hey, guys? Adam. hey first time. Um, I'm about to get smashed tonight because uh, my buddy he told me last week after we beat Kentucky, he told me he put $500 on us to win the national championship. How do you guys feel about my odds after tonight's performance?
1: What are are the odds on your bet? Plus 1,500.
15: It's about 500 to win 7,500.
1: I'd say next time you want to set money on fire, just call me up. I'll meet you somewhere. You can give me the money, Adam. I'll kick you in the nuts, and we'll call it even. I don't know. I was
15: feeling I was feeling really good after last week. I was feeling really good. I did it, and now I'm now I'm think questioning my decision.
0: You should. College Station is a lot harder place to play than Rupp Arena. There, I said it.
1: Well, I, I mean, let's, Russ us you know, Rush to tell I would everybody just say, go a everybody bit we, next we're, time.
0: We're you walking make a into a Hornet on Tennessee
1: to go to the Final Four. Don't go right for the national championship. We haven't been to the final four. Like I would have said that's a crazy bet, but you went, you you tried to bite everything off in in one gulp. I hope, I I hope, I mean, it's, it's still alive. I I hope you get it. 7,500 bucks. Maybe you can like spring for, we'll have a voluntary reaction party on Adam, but um, I I don't know, man. You might want to find another job or something to make that money back. I don't know if you're gonna see it again, buddy. Should I
15: should I ask my friend if I can have the money back? I mean,
1: my can I you mean, cash he's the out? One,
15: he convinced me? He convinced me. <laughs> where where did you place the bet? It was on ESPN bet.
1: All right, man. I don't know what to I tell know, you. Man. I'm pulling for you though, Adam. I'm pulling for you. I'm team Adam hey. all the way. I was I was feeling really good, you know, high hopes, and then this performance really really set me back. You know what? You you felt good a week ago, you don't feel good today. Maybe you'll feel somewhere in between here a week out. It's a long season. It's February. We got a long way to go, man.
15: I hope so. I mean, I I hope we can turn this around, you know, learn from it. Maybe maybe we'll we'll get it back together by March, you
1: know. Long way to go. A lot of basketball to be played, man. Thank you. Appreciate you. Thank you guys. Thank you guys. Here's the thing, man. Russ, I don't Green think put five hundred dollars on Tennessee to cut down the nets. He's a maniac, <laughs> He's a psycho. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: that's that's totally insane. Here's the thing that worries me is uh, we we can't. I, I don't know about wait getting it right by March. We got to get it right by Valentine's Day before we go down to Brokeback Mountain. We can't afford to go down there and lose that game. Not seating wise, I mean it'd be a pretty pretty bad slide. They got that hog in them down there, Tucker. That they do. Do you know what we're talking about, Tucker?
1: Yeah. Joshy Boy.
14: What up, guys?
1: What's up, Josh boy?
14: Well, I can guarantee you you guys one thing. I'm not gonna cuss, I'm not gonna throw anything after this loss. So I'm gonna be yeah. a calm, cool, and collective. Let's be mature about this, Josh. Yes. So uh there was some people that were wanting Vescovy and James to shoot more, but I only think they should shoot like when they're open, like it open looks. What do you guys think?
1: Vescovy needs to shoot more. Gainey they needs do. to shoot less. Who? Oh, Gainey needs to... I mean, Vescovy no, doesn't, doesn't take a shot unless he is wide the hell open. I mean, uh, you say a lot of things about him. You can't say he forces threes. No. Josh, boy, turn your mic yeah.
14: on. There you go. But, uh, I do agree with Roberto. The reason we lost that game is because we got out-rebounded 42-33, to and uh, they just made 11 three-pointers. They were an SEC team who sucked at shooting threes, but they just lit it up tonight against us. I don't think
1: there's any one reason we lost. This was a, like I've said several times, a total system failure. We got out-rebounded. We did not get out-rebounded badly as badly as it felt like we were during the course of the game. But uh, we we got pounded on the boards. We got it taken to us on defense. We couldn't stop dribble drive. Uh, they made a ton of threes. We didn't shoot the ball particularly well. Um, like, <laughs> you know, I don't think anybody played well today. Not a, I don't think Barnes coached well. Do you- I don't think the players played oh. well. I think it was a total system failure.
14: Do you uh do you think we can kiss that 1 seed goodbye or do you think there's still hope for that number 1 seed?
1: I think there's still hope, but the uh the road has gotten much narrower. I mean, probably can't afford you might be able to get by one more regular season loss. And, and still do it, but I, I don't know. It's it's going to be difficult. Two-seed feels more realistic as, a, as far as a goal to shoot for right now.
14: Yeah, I agree with that, Russ. Out the door, uh, who you guys got tomorrow in the Super Bowl? You guys uh, doubting Mahomes, or are you uh, going with the Chiefs?
0: I don't know. I, it's, it's kind of a, I've had a hard time getting getting a feel for who – you never know in these things. I
2: know who I want to
14: win. Yeah. But,
2: you know, I, I at the same time, it's Mahomes on the other side. So You going
14: with uh, the 49ers, Tucker?
2: I want the 49ers to win. I really do. Um, yeah. You, know, you got money Smith's, on it? No, I don't have any money on it. But, you know, Trey Smith's got his ring at this point. It'd be cool to see Jawan
1: get one. <laughs> Tucker's going Russell? for Taylor Swift, Joshy boy. He's a that's big, just patently false. T- Tucker Harlan, many people don't know this. One of the biggest Swifties in all of East Tennessee,
2: and that's it's one of the right. biggest lies you've ever told, Russell. I'm not one hundred percent
1: true.
14: What about hey, that's you? False. What about you, Russ? Who do you open tomorrow? Um, I'm a Swiftie. What of it? Uh, well,
1: I've, I've just never liked the 49ers. You can go back, like, in the 80s, everybody liked the 49ers. It was so damn trendy, and I just fucking hated them, man. I I hated Montana. I hated Jerry Rice. I hated Roger Craig, Ronnie Lott, all of them, man. I just hated the goofy uniforms and their goofy baseball stadium that they played in. I just never liked the 49ers. Now, I don't really like the Chiefs either, but I'll root for just about anybody over the San Francisco 49ers. So, Uh, yeah, I I never knew that. I've never heard you say this.
14: Yeah, my my heart says Chiefs tomorrow, uh, but my gut tells me 49ers, but I have money on the Chiefs tomorrow. Kind of makes me nervous. I learned my lesson a few weeks ago when I faded my homes, but I think 49ers got the better all-around team, but you still don't want to fade my homes and out the door, I think I got a better chance of winning tomorrow than Adam has when that Tennessee bet. See ya. <laughs> well, sweetly,
1: sweetly you do. You hated Ronnie Lott? I just hated the 49ers, all of them. I know really? it's sacrilege because he's so tough and he cut off a finger and it's so cool and everything. He's a 49er. To hell with him. You Say saying to hell with the dog, the- Jawan Jennings? You don't Everybody want to see- liked the 40. I mean, he's not the only, like, uh, Keith DeLong was one of my favorite players. And, like, he went, and, like, I don't care. I don't like the 49ers, man. What do you want from me? Were you aware of this, Tucker?
2: No, I was not. I did not know that Russell hated the 49ers. They're one of the all-time
0: greatest dynasties. Oh, yeah. Piss on them. Joe Montana,
1: uh, one of the, he's in man, the conversation Walsh, for the goat. Bill Walsh looking, Bill Walsh looked like every old man that told you to stay out of his yard in the neighborhood. You you know that guy. He got he's always got a rake and a crisp white shirt. Like he he's working, he's doing yard work in like a white polo shirt with a collar. Like who does that? That's who he was. Yeah, so, so did God. Bill Belichick. I mean, are you besmirching the good name of Jerry Rice? Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, I, I don't like him. I don't like John Taylor, Tom Rathman.
6: Whoa! Any of those guys? JT Patrick. Hey y'all. Um, the reason Pat Adams didn't call a technical on Buzz is because he was in awe of Buzz. <laughs> At, Pat Adams did not think it was possible for someone to be a bigger horse's ass on a basketball court and when he recognized the greatness of that moment he just he couldn't even find the whistle um I'm not pissed about it but it's completely ridiculous players running around him I'm not it's ridiculous um and, <laughs> I just, I don't know. Pat Adams being on the whistle for that one was just poetic. Um, it's It It seems to me that the team is boom, and bu- boom or bust. Um, and my question is, can they put three games back-to-back-to-back to back to back together to win an SEC tournament? Maybe. Can they put six games back-to-back, back, you know, uh, in March? I don't know. Um, I'm just discouraged by the disappearance again of all of the other players. And I'm not sure what's happening because um, you've really just got two, two, maybe three players driving the action, a lot of these games. Um, and when there's not a uh, complimentary ball and all, you guys know way more about basketball than I do all the breakdowns. You guys know that I don't really uh, understand, but um, I'm just not sure that this roster can do, big things often enough in a row to get where we hope they can be and when they're capable of. Um, so I, if you guys could just fill in maybe a little bit of that, is there, is there room? Cause we know what the, the ceiling is. The ceiling is absolutely incredible. Is there room for this roster to reach that consistently? Uh, thanks guys.
1: Thank you, Patrick. Uh, I was just looking at it. Um, I mean, we had that four-game win streak against Georgia, Florida, Bama, and Vandy before we lost to South Carolina. And then there was a seven-game win streak, I think, going into the Mississippi State game. But some of yeah. those were against, like, Tarleton State and Norfolk State. So I don't really count that. Um, now, historic. I historic, I mean, historic just oh, Go ahead. Sorry. It's just been some wins, and a lot. I mean, we haven't gotten on a on a huge roll for a team that's been so highly ranked and is being talked about as a one seed. It, it feels like a team like that has to go on like a seven or eight game win streak at some point. And quite honestly, I don't really see this team doing that. But the tournament is about. I, I haven't really thought about the SEC tournament. I mean, I would assume we'll be in the market for the double buy. Um, you could get hot and win that. After winning it two years ago, though, I don't even really worry about it that much because it doesn't seem like it helps you. No. You could make the argument that it hurts you. Like if, if you make it all the way to Sunday and lose, that's almost tires you out. But the NCAA tournament is about winning two games three times. Because you're you're always gonna have that time off in between it. So it's like you're probably going to have a winnable game your first game. After that, it's all a crapshoot. And can you win two games three times? So far, we haven't even really come close to that. So, yeah,
0: I I think uh, for me, it, it you know when you start looking at the seating, you we're you know, after tonight. I think we're trending, you know, at, at best as a two, like a two. I mean, when you when you're playing like that, you don't, and you don't rip off like 10 in a row right here at the end, leading up to the tournament or win, you know, and win your conference tournament, you got no shot at that, at that one line. And it's going to be hard to, to get on the two. So. I don't know. It's just a, just a bummer of a night. So.
16: Cole is next. What's up, Cole? Hey, what's up, gentlemen? Long-time listener, first-time caller. Hey, you know, I know it's been discussed a million times. Russ already said, I'm a sore loser for bringing it up. I'm going to do it one more time. But I know it would not have changed the outcome of the game. But let's talk about the player safety aspect of just jumping out there in the middle of the court like that. Possibly cause an injury to one of our guys or theirs. I mean, just Pat, man, just completely blind Zebra out there on the court. But, you know, wouldn't have made a difference in the game, but I am interested to hear your take on the player safety aspect of that. And then additionally to that, it's February 10th. We've got a long way to go, probably going to be a two seed, but this game overall is inconsequential. And, hey, two weeks from today, we face him in Thompson Bowling, or, hey, Food City Center as now we call it. Thompson Bowling forever, and we're going to nail their asses. We're not going to let them do this again. But I think my second concern is, uh, just like the guy said a few minutes ago, is, you know, Ziegler, Viscovy, and James put up like 63 points a week ago, and then for that same group to combine to like less than 20 this week, What what's going on? We can't just depend on connect to save us with threes the entire game.
0: Yeah, I yeah. mean that was we were about what Russ it was like 40 points off of that. I think they ended up combined I know Ziegler had 15 Desai had, what four and then Vescovy had six so but 25 but you know you're right.
1: That's, I did not think at all as much fun as it was to see Triple J have his moment at Kentucky last week. There was no part of me that thinks, "Oh boy, He's got it going now. He's he the lights come out on, it and will be a consistent threat from here on out. Like this is who he is. He's done this for five years now, and you just hope that he has some some good games in the tournament. But uh, it's it's not going to be consistent. It never will never has been with him.
16: Absolutely. Thank you guys for having me on. We're drinking from the keg of despair tonight. Oh. But two weeks from now. We're going to have the redemption, gentlemen. Have a great night. a boy, Cole. Appreciate it, my man. That's where I'm at, Russ. Is a, you know, I want to
0: beat him down up here. And then uh, I'll be fine with tonight. I'll never be fine with it, but just even the score here in two weeks.
1: Speaking of the keg of despair. Oh, God. Let's get TJ, the Kentucky fan, in here next. Hello, darkness, my old friend. i have to talk, talk with you, with
17: you again.
1: <laughs> What's
17: up, man? <laughs> What's up, man? I got on here and saw y'all were talking basketball, so I said, hell, why not? Um, you know, looking at the standings, obviously there's only two SEC teams with uh, two losses, and then everybody else with three, four, and five. There's like eight teams with, you know, at least three, four, or five losses. Do you think that – or how much do you think that it's because the conference has gotten better as a whole in the last three to five years?
1: Mm. I mean, I I think that plays a role in it. I I think this college sports is is going through such a tumultuous time of change. Um, There's no doubt the SEC – about ten years or so ago, decided, hey, we're going to take basketball seriously. We're all going to hire good coaches. So that's created some some parity in there. And then you just have this unfettered movement of players from school to school. Um, the the NIL factors, and it's just created chaos. And I think your your best your best chance to survive in a chaotic environment is to have, you know, a, a barn. Al, a pearl, just somebody who's who's really steady, because like you'll you'll see some some one-hit wonders. Like we saw Missouri last year have a really good season. They're 0 and 11 now. South Carolina's having a really good season. Anybody buying into Lamont Harris as like a long-time successful SEC coach? Maybe he will be. I I don't know, but uh, I, I I know I'd feel a lot more comfortable having an established coach who's who's done it for a long time and, and you know is going to have you in there in the mix at the end of the season. Well, hey, that Lamont guy,
17: he did some good things at uh, UTC, didn't he? Uh, I mean, he made the tournament a couple of times. And I mean, it, you know, it's funny you bring South Carolina up. I'm most impressed this year with South Carolina. Is this a year where South Carolina can make another Final Four? Can oh, they get with their oh, defense? They're going to have two. Hey, oh, my God. Look. You you know you say oh my god but it's the reality they have a tough defense they bully you they play bully ball and if they get hot for four or five games shooting the ball they're in the elite eight at least yeah I know I mean it's, it's it sounds crazy but it can I, I really it's think so it's, weird
1: like the discrepancy between their record and their ranking and the analytics. I'm looking at Kim Pom I guess they're up to 45 now on Kim Pom but they're 21 and three and they're just they've won seven in a row um are you know are, are they the team that's peaking too soon I don't know
17: well I think you know talking about peaking too soon I think Kentucky peaked in December I think Kentucky's peak was when they beat North Carolina because if you look at it North Carolina's gotten better and Kentucky's gotten worse. It's all about. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you, man. You guys are in
1: a you guys are in a tough spot, and it breaks all of our hearts, TJ.
17: Oh yeah, okay. I I, you know it is what it is, but I I really do think it is the disparity of the SEC getting better. Because if you look at it, I think the SEC and the Big Twelve by far are the top two basketball conferences this year.
1: Yeah, yeah. The Big Twelve is tough for sure. It's it's cool, man. The SEC like. Yeah, I mean you you've got depth now. You've got quality depth. I mean, this AM team that beat us today, like, they're six and four in the league, but I you know, I, I think they're one of the definitely in the top five or so in the league, even if the record doesn't show it right now. So Hey, um, on my
17: on my way out the door, what is your percentage chance the national champion being from the SEC or the Big Twelve?
1: Well the Big Twelves had the last two. The, I think it's SEC, uh, it, SEC hasn't had one since you guys in what twenty twelve?
0: Yeah. I don't know. UConn looks awful good.
1: I think it's UConn and then the field right now. Maybe fifty percent, TJ. All
17: Hang right, in well. there, buddy. Y'all have a good one, man.
1: Chin up. Tough times for the Kentucky fans. First time they've lost three home games in a row since 1967. Wow. I wasn't even alive, and I'm an old
0: dude. First time uh, they've I'm, ever
2: lost three in a row in Rupp then. i, I, I tell you what.
0: I was looking at uh, Rupp's, Ra- Rupp's Rafters, and like that's the difference. It, like, if they don't make the tournament, they want him fired.
1: You have to sell a couple of racehorses to make that make that buyout.
0: I almost hope they do because it'll take money away from football even more.
1: Mark Stoop's head it explode. Cal, if that happens, Cal should start a podcast with Jimbo Fisher, the buyout pod. <laughs> Just it's pretty good. Us, like, all the all the cool things they're doing with their tens of millions of dollars, trips they're taking, stuff they're buying, must be pretty cool, you know. Yeah. All right, fellers. On that note, uh, boy, I can't believe we did an hour half and a half of this crap. I'm yeah. Worried. We
0: had to. We had to let some people vent.
1: Tucker, thank you. You were the star of the show, you big Swifty, you. <laughs> That's just patently false for us
2: slime, I'm not a Swifty. What's, <laughs> what, what's wrong with being a Swifty?
3: I I a lot that. of things Pickers are wrong with being either. a Swifty,
2: Bear. What? I'm amongst the Swifties. I can't stand how they live.
1: She's a strong woman, Tucker. Don't you want a
2: strong woman in your life? I probably need one now, now that you say that. Uh.
0: Five foot eleven, one one of the hottest women in the world. Ingenue.
2: Uh Five foot 11 is probably a little tall for me.
1: Yeah. I can see Tucker walking into the fan run Christmas party with like a just some Amazon woman on his arm just towering over him. <laughs> I mean, supermodel. Hey guys, I want to introduce you to my main squeeze, Taylor. <laughs> <Got it. laughs> Elka, Some six foot tall German supermodel. That won't happen. Any uh, parting thoughts, Taylor Har- uh, Tucker Harlan? Go ahead. <laughs> yes, Taylor <laughs> Harlan.
2: Um, you know you, you got to right the wrongs next week at Arkansas. You really have to, because um, I think you're getting into the stretch now where, where you have that game. And then obviously you got Vandy, Mizzou on the road. As we mentioned, they're they're terrible right now. And then you can beat Texas A&M at home. That's four games right there that you can win all back-to-back. And I think you need to because once you get past those games, you've got four opponents that are just going to form a gauntlet there at the end of the season right before the SEC tournament. So it's imperative to get some big wins here in this next little bit. i go a step further. I think Arkansas is a must-win game.
0: You don't, you don't want to go into that four-game stretch that Tucker was just talking about Russell having any of those games to be must-win type games. You know, this is a real... Now I'm sitting here thinking, it's a gut-check moment. They got to regroup and get ready for, for Wednesday. Tough, one of the toughest places to play in the league. I mean, I know it hasn't been this year, but I was watching their game against... Did
1: they end up winning tonight? Yeah. Yes, they did. They, um, like, for having such a sorry season, man, like, that place is still full. They love their basketball down there. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. I like Kentucky without being obnoxious about
1: it, so. Well, uh, we will do the thing again then. Yep. Wednesday night, Valentine's Day with the Hogs. Captain Romance. Should be a lot of fun. I'll be doing the show from my bed, my silk
3: sheets.
0: (laughs) 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 had to make it weird, didn't you? Right at the end.
1: Love you guys. We love all of you. Thanks for tuning in tonight. Have a wonderful wonderful Super Bowl Sunday. We'll talk to you Monday on Fan Run Radio.